You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimal of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Absolutely perfect. Good morning. Indicative. Good morning, Andrew. We're Indicative actually, of what? Indicative of the fact that we are on the line, man. We are. You can actually hear us this time. It's uh, it showed up. Yeah, I gotta be honest. I feel like a lot of the people who were saying it wasn't showing up later on in the crisis, not fully understanding how to use phones, <laughs> not fully understanding how to use iTunes. This is my feeling. If if you're one of those people and you feel differently, I don't, you can get mad at me, but that's that it's, that's the overall vibe I'm getting. We're back. We had a we had a snafu, but we're good now. A little snafu. We're good. We're we have good. another one going on right now. Um, both of us we're on Skype, hmm. as we tend to be, and both of us have Skype telling us that it is unable to connect and has logged us out, and yet we are here speaking anyway. <laughs> so this might be a very short episode. We'll see what happens. The five. We should do a five minute episode. Why not? See, yeah, like a little uh, a, a little morsel. <laughs> <laughs> you got to keep them. Uh, it's very show business thing. Keep them guessing. Keep them wanting more. So I, ooh, I find that like just put your podcast up. I, know. I would I would listen to uh, what was it? How did this get made? And every week they would do. Here's a prequel of next episode. I don't care. Yeah. Is it if it if it's not up? Get at me when it's up, and I'll listen to it. The it's beauty, weird. The beauty of the podcast of, of, of podcasts for me, anyway, is that I don't really like. I'm not. I don't pay that much attention. So the few podcasts Zero I listen to, format, and then all of a sudden it pops up, and I'm like, whoa, surprise! Oh, look awesome. at that! Great. Um, it's 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 tantamount to going out of your way to watch the fucking next week on Quantum Leap. <laughs> like five minute after. Does anyone actually watch those next week on Game of Thrones? Fuck you. I don't care. I'll see it next week. I don't need to see it now. Like, if you need to hook me in doing a little five minute thing, chances are my content was not great to begin with. If I'm doing something good, I'm confident you will return for more. 
Um, yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm really glad sorry. you mentioned Sorry. Quant. I'm sorry. <laughs> Andrew, you seem a little tense lately. Is everything nah, okay? I'm uh, good. I'm feeling all right. Um, so you mentioned Quantum Leap, which is like uh, a very old reference. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm living in the... I've decided that I'm going to live... In the new, in the now, I'm not going to make really. Any so you're old not you're anymore. you're done with old references. Wow, that's going to be done. difficult for me. <laughs> Completely done. No, because I think that I'm going. We're gonna we should start going after the millennial dollar. That's a big dollar. That is true. They, man, they're so dumb and they spend so much money. It's great. Yeah, it's great. I'm. Uh, <clears throat> I have to do a fall fundraising campaign for my job. Cool. And they're talking about in a meeting. They're talking about the millennial dollar. And how millennials <laughs> don't give as much, but they give more often. And I said, uh, one of those is true. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, we can dissect that, dissect that, dissect that further. And I said further that the like. best you're going to do is, like, get a $10 recurring payment. And they forget about it. Maybe for for three months. And then they read, we're like, they're like, oh, shit, I spent too much. I need to, I really need to just look at my, I need to make a budget. <laughs> I just need to make a budget. Uh, how many fucking people have, like, since I started talking about money shit, have emailed me, be like, I just need to make a budget. Motherfucker, you should make a budget. Let's, less talking about it, more making that budget. Only takes a little while. <laughs> Look, I give money, money fucking advice all the time now. I gave money advice yesterday. My upstairs neighbor yeah. came up to me and said, hey, I'm thinking about buying this building. I said that's a bad um, idea. I mean, are they gonna live in it? No, like, what's, what's... no. He's uh, he's gonna plan. He plans on moving to New York City and having this as like a rental property. I mean, uh, that's the only situation that I can maybe get with buying something for the explicit purpose of it being a rental property and it has to be more than one unit like if if, it, if you just buy a two-family house and you rent out the downstairs like but I, that'll just pay my mortgage it's it might i don't know it just as often might not and you're still like your shit's all tied up and you can't make any big financial moves so like congratulations you up. got like you got boring security <laughs> you know because like unless if you if you're buying a $100,000 house, let's say you're buying a two-family in Albany. Right. They're, they're all run down. We'll, we'll say 100000 just for ease of, like, math. You know, obviously it's going to be more than that. Um, it's very likely if you're buying a two-family house in Albany and not, like, something in the Bahamas or, you know, somewhere nicer or whatnot, chances are that represents 80 to 99% of your total net worth. So you have no, like, you have no option to do anything because all of your purchasing power, for the most part, is tied up in this house that may be paying for itself when you really even it out over a long enough timeline and you look at costs for renovation and also just, like, fucking keeping up with the Joneses' costs and, you know, like, maybe I want this room to be taupe instead of purple because it was purple for some reason. Um... And then you add up the opportunities of not being able to be mobile, not being able to, like, 
take up interesting opportunities as they come. You may not get them, but, I mean, it, again, we talked about this a couple episodes ago. Uh, freedom is maximizing opportunity and minimizing, like, it's uh, uh, a word I'm looking for, being locked down. I'm having trouble with words lately. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, I'm, not, I'm no help. Right? If you knew my net worth, you'd feel bad for me. Well, actually, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. Maybe. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. The uh, our stock experiment has not gone well. Give it time. You got to give this shit time. That's, that's if if you're looking at it every day, you're thing. having you're having a problem. I'm, I haven't. I just looked at it today. It lost like freaking six points. Not a problem. Just go come back and check it out in six years. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's if there are computers in six years. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. Just leave it alone. Let let it happen. <laughs> let nature take its course. Just leave it alone. Andrew, I have something pretty important to tell you, and I hope... I feel like I read about this. Now, if anybody didn't come here tonight to have a good time, please get the fuck out! All right. Yeah. That's our man. We're trying so hard. I, I see... I can't even. I listened to Kiss on the Way to Work the other day. Tears are falling. Rocking. Really good. I'm really that guy. I mean... I've become, I become like... I've always been like kind of like never copped to my office-dom until I had a job that mattered. And now I am like uber office guy. That's pretty like, sick. Yeah, I totally ran a meeting today. I found a bunch of people. I set up an interview. Got to interview somebody tomorrow. Nice. Very good. What's your interview yeah. tactic? What are you going to do? Um, I like to walk in there. I just like to like blitzkrieg them. I walk down. I just walk in. I sit down. Like, tell me why you're memorable. And they'll try and give me a resume. Like, I gotta read these. Just tell me, tell me about yourself. Go. That's uh, pretty much exactly what I'm doing. I'm interviewing um, my assistant. Oh, very good. Oh, wow. This will be good. <laughs> you should because have I'm... a massive mood swing right in the middle of the interview and see how they handle it. I really just wanted to be like, uh, is she hot? <laughs> Uh, awesome. Will she, you know, whatever. Whatever happens at work stays at work, you know. I'm not entirely certain that's the rule, but it you well, you you said it with enough confidence that I feel that you're knowledgeable. Why dangle twenty two thousand dollars a year in front of somebody? Jesus Christ! Do you no. work at Kentucky Fried Chicken? <laughs> no, no, that's like net. That's net. Um. <clears throat> No, I, uh, you know, it's uh, it's a weird. I'm basically just going to make sure that they're not going to, that they can, I mean, I was right there. I was an assistant a month ago. So I'm like right there. I'm like, look, that I feel I fucking weird, doesn't it? I feel super weird. It feels great. I feel like I'm the golden ring is wrapped around. I have my hand wrapped around the golden ring. <laughs> you are Sonic the Hedgehog. You have it's complete, <laughs> you jumped into the big golden ring at the end of I the stage. I just leveled up. I just wow. beat Guile, and now I'm going. I'm <laughs> going to fly off to the docks of Hong Kong. I beat Guile, the hardest person to beat in Street Fighter Two, the arc, the standalone arcade version. A lot of weird references being smashed together here right now. This is wild. It's, fucking, it's cool. I beat I, Guile, I, and I became Altered Beast, and I went to Hong Kong. Yeah, but I, I fucking can all day. Fuck Ryu. I never um, understood the appeal of Ryu. It's just like a less good Ken. Like, what is it? A fucking greater moral victory if you win with Ryu? Like, big deal. Right. Anybody can get a white gi, but a red gi? Please. 
alternately the blue. They started to get a little ridiculous. So he started to like show up with like green and all this fucking shit and was like setting things on fire. You know, it, it became a lot. Hmm. Yeah. Just, just, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, once saying. they started, uh, you know, like once they started to introduce like the boxer and like the androgynous guy that would fly around and what, like it just, like, Oh, the total, 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 total. I like a uh, tiger, it's enough. tiger. Yeah. He was all right. He was good. He, he hung around for a minute, but when he would say tiger uppercut, you know what we, everybody thought he was really saying what tiger uppercut. Um, wow. I would never, never, yeah, right. Okay. Even in my okay. most impressionable years playing that game, have never been like, oh, Tiger Uppercut. Oh, there you go. Wow. Okay, Pope Andrew. Sorry. <laughs> Fucking the, the the prince of piety here. No. If I, if, I mean, you know. Maybe same, I was a slow kid. I don't know. I thought it was the funniest thing. He's like, Tiger Uppercut. Tiger Uppercut. I was like, oh my. It was like, I was like rolling out. You gotta like roll me out. <laughs> And this kid fucking, we fucking graduate, like, graduated a couple years ahead of us, Dan Herzog, with, with, uh, was, ran the, ran the desk at Tilt, and he would fucking kick us out for no reason. That's what I remember. <laughs> it's like, you guys playing? You're out. Damn, if we weren't, Dan. We, if I had coins in hand, but I was just deciding what game to play, he'd be like, you gonna play something? Okay, I'm, I'm watching you. He thought we were assholes, and we used to make fun of him, and that's why he was a dick to us. I have such a fucking thing with arcades. I want them so badly to exist, because arcades were the coolest fucking thing on planet so, Earth. You got a couple bucks, so and you're cool. good. It was just fucking great. And then I saw what happened to arcades and the decline of the arcade era. You know, I, it got real <laughs> chintzy and dumb, and it became David Buster's, effectively. But... God damn, arcades were so cool. If you show me a movie where there's a scene that takes place in an old-ass arcade, I get happy as hell. So nice. Well. I just heard you blank out on Skype. No, I was, gonna I was be... just... No, no, it's cool. I was just listening to my next-door neighbor yell and hit his dog. Dude, I can't... Like, <laughs> I, I saw your thing. You're moving. I can't wait for you to move away from this oh dog. Okay. Like, I know it'll be, instead of a dog, it'll be two people yelling about their shift at the fucking drywall plant in the background instead no. where you're moving, but, you know. I have an announcement to make that Andrew just I made. might have just made it, man. It's Sorry. totally fine. My days of living in a punk house after many, way too many years are over. I'm moving to a love nest with Young Box where we will aspire to be as cool and as in love as Andrew and Gabri. We and can now try. I take this shit apart. Now I start to figure out, you really think it's a little early to move in, don't you think? <laughs> don't you think maybe like you barely know this woman? <laughs> I I've, I mean, we've been dating, we've been going strong since May. I just think it's funny that you're moving, <laughs> you're moving in. I don't even have an answer for that. What? Um, I just like to say, I just think it's funny that, because generally at that point, whoever's listening checks out immediately. It's like a, a cue to start to think about whatever TV you'd like to be watching. <laughs> I, you know, uh, thought has crossed my mind, but hey, you know, I, I think she's awesome. you got a whole golden ring thing going on right now. I'd, I'd say, I, I, I want you to embrace your inner Sonic the Hedgehog. That's, that's who I want you to be. I want you to go fast. I'm going I'm going very fast and there's nothing in my way right now. Sick. 
Nothing in my way, but uh, but ascending to the heights. Did I think that I was going to get into nonprofit fundraising? Probably not. But here I am, and I'm good at it. I think this is sick. Is this closer or further away than uh, than where you are now to your job? Uh, same to actually same about same distance, same drive, easier drive. I've made the drive when I've stayed over at Young Box's house and then gone to work, mm. which is very sweet. It sounds sweet. It sounds it very touching. Sweet. Yeah, it was a little sweet, and um, it was a much easier drive, and. You know, it's totally cool, and I listen to whatever, and I can just do whatever I want to do. <laughs> Such a mundane story. I know I listen to whatever. Like, I feel like I'm online at a grocery store, and I just can't. Like, the guy in front of me just won't stop. I'm sorry. It's fine. You know, well, uh, the good thing about driving is you can listen to whatever, and uh, if you're in the car by yourself, you can... Pretty much, you know, just do whatever, go wherever you want. I had such a sick experience today. Tell me. I went to my spot, my normal lunch spot. I got the same thing I always get. What is that? Carne bowl, beans, no Tempura. rice. That's it. No, no, it's a it's a place called Calexico. Okay. Um, so so, so the, mom and pop Chipotle. Uh, mom and pop Chipotle, yeah. Uh, thing comes back. It's uh. Eleven ninety-eight. I always leave uh, three dollars tip, so it becomes fourteen ninety-eight. Beautiful. Um, and then I so I paid. I sat there for like a half a second. I'm like, you know what? I just gotta, gotta go piss. Went to the bathroom, pissed, came out. Woman's like, carne bowl, no rice. Here you go. I'm like, damn, that was fucking fantastic. It was amazing. It was so. <laughs> Perfectly orchestrated. <laughs> okay. How do you was, feel? I'm going to do it every day now. It was such a perfect part of my routine. I'm going to <sighs> purposefully not piss all morning so I can go to Calexico, get my bowl, order, piss, come out, get my food, and bounce. It was so nice. I fucking love that. Yeah, I feel I like love my routine. I feel like this story had more punch in my brain, but I was just so no. happy. I just had to share it. No, the oh my god, I I I'm the I'm, I'm in the the plus t- plus ten dollar lunch club now. That's real. I'm nice. making money. Fuck it. Nothing feels better. I don't care what anybody says. Nothing feels better than spending a lot of money on lunch because you agree. can. You I can also even it out by fasting like most of the week, so it's still like <laughs> it's it's still it's pretty chill. I I, just... I think if you even it out, I'm at like the six dollar lunch club. It's great, and I can do what I mean. Again, you can do what this is. Might be the next twenty seventeen. Might be the year you can of saying you can do whatever you want. I agree. Might be. I feel fucking weird though. Like, I'll go and I'll do this, and then I'll come back, and the people who work for me are like, "Damn, you got lunch out again, huh?" And I'm like, "Yeah, this isn't fucking weird. Fucking mind your own business. You're fucking fired." Is weird. It's really. It just occurs to me that I'm not paying these guys nearly enough. Um, so it's a, it's a drag. I mean, I've I've very uh, little. How do I even, how do I do that. a how do I negotiate a payroll a fucking pay negotiation? Are you you gotta I, get pay, you gotta get a fucking raise already? Not me. The person I have to interview tomorrow. Uh, well, the number is very the number is very low. Well, if they uh, when you ask what they're currently making, and they answer, you've already won the first. 
force of wills. If I go into an interview and somebody asks, well, what are you currently making? You would have to fucking point a gun at my head to get me to actually tell you any answer. I refuse to give a number of any capacity. I, like, I, I will not define the sport we are playing. Yeah, like that is that is it's just not going to happen. <laughs> so if you get this person to say a number, well then shit, you know you're uh, you're already halfway there. Um, and the other interesting thing is, if you talk to someone and they're looking for an assistant job, and you're like, all right, well, uh, what do you what do you currently make now? <clears throat> and they're like, um, generally I make uh, when all said and done, I'm at twenty six dollars an hour. This person's a fucking liar. You don't need to hire. So there you go. That's easy <laughs> enough. Like you've you've just clearly yeah. caught them in an insane lie. If they say, you know, well, I I make about seven fifty an hour. You also can't hire this person because they like they got some glass ceiling thing happening. It's it's yeah. it's, it's it's not you know it's not gonna work. Um, yeah, just get it. Just get a number out of them. I'm gonna try. Force I'm not of gonna... will. Impose your will on this person. I guess. I mean, this is, you know, I looked her up on LinkedIn. Seems like a real go-getter. That's pretty Probably sick. Pretty annoying. I just want, but it's better than having like a barb come in. That is true. Yeah. I uh, I actually really like top A people. Or, I'm sorry, top A. Type A people. Top A I like top of people. I like top of people. Uh, the, I, like to, the, I just like top of The deal sealer is when we go to tapas after the... Uh, Interview. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I really like type A people working for me. It's, it's fucking awesome. Uh, because mostly because, they because do I can... They do all the work, but I can also be... I can be as unreasonable in dictating things for you to do as you allow me to be. So if you are compulsive in getting things done, I will meet you on that battlefield and be compulsive in giving you things to do. So it's, love it. it's nice. It's really good. I fucking love it. Cuz please do all because you're they're doing the work not because they love where they're working, they're doing the work because they'll be racked with anxiety if they don't. Yeah, exactly. That's my and favorite I, shit. I'm not trying to make people anxious, but it's just like, yeah, you got the, if you got the bandwidth, I got more shit to do. Sure, you got it. And like if you need to take a break, say this is too much, fuck off, I'm taking a break and I I'll, I'll accept that answer just as readily as yeah, I'll take care of it. It's perfectly fine. Working for me is very interesting. I did just get my, uh, my whatever, like, my employees. Ever, everyone has to fill out, like, a, I feel valued by the chalk factory, like one of those uh, things. Killed. Killed the company average. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm spiking footballs over there. I'm destroying it. My people <laughs> love great. me. They my people love, love me. I have the I have the best people. You won't believe. You uh, will you not know. believe how good these people. It'll, it'll blow your mind how good these people are, how much they love me. <laughs> Is that your Donald Trump? That's my Donald Trump, yeah. You know, I'm not even going to do it. I can't. I can't. <laughs> How should I try? No, it's okay. It's it's okay. We we've gotten more than enough impressions from you over the years. Oh, so should I stop? Uh, should, I? We, should we take an audience poll? We should have taken an audience poll. Should I stop doing my impressions? Somebody my. Hang on one second. Let me open the questions. We'll uh we'll pepper these in a little bit. Um I got a real weird one. Where is it? Shit. Oh, there we go. All right. Hey, guys. Love your stuff. You're on a roll. One small criticism, though. Every couple of episodes, Hansman will get will talk with this heavy, breathy voice, and that gets really obnoxious. So Hans, stop talking with that voice. It's just my voice. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, 
I, that's my been my voice since episode one. I think well, there was there were, and you haven't done it in a while, like a long time. There were points where you would podcast laying down, which yeah. was frustrating beyond belief to listen to because oh, you were like that... drowsy and like like looking down at the microphone. You could like you know hear your breath. I, I, it was wild. Just look back at all of the fucking where how far I've come. Like I had that little mic and I put it on my chest and I was laying in that oh, room yeah. that I paid rent for sometimes. In my friend's house, not even really my friend, he just sort of took pity on me. And I would lay down with the laptop on my chest and the fucking mic clipped to the top of the screen. And I'd be like surfing the web and like talking. Yeah. And, like, meanwhile, you're in like Howard Stern studio land, and, like trying to get everything sounding perfectly. You know what's fucked up? This is, this is a, a great window into my mental illness. We got you that sick mic. You got like the good setup. You're like really ready to rock and roll. Yep. I'm already in my mind building you a better setup. I love it. I love my new digs. I have my own room. Oh hell yeah! I mean, it's it's weird that you're the age you are saying like I got no. my own room, but no, that, that no, is no. sick. No, Young Bucks and I have our love our love room, our love bed. But then I have my own like other room. Oh, are you, are you displacing a roommate? Are you going to be the roommate? No, she lives. She makes good money. She lives on her own. Wow, she has like a nice. she has like a three bedroom, and she has she just lives in one room. Hell so yeah. like yeah, so I'm gonna have a whole room to myself, and it the the reverb is good in it. It's oh, the next man. the the not maybe not next episode, but the week the episode after after that is gonna sound great. We gotta we're gonna turn that shit into Studio A. Yeah, that's Studio A at uh, one what two O N D Plaza. Jesus, I also as I'm looking at this here. Somebody wrote in to make fun of my fractions and decimals, talking about running, uh, which I realized as I opened my mouth, I'm like, what I just said does not <laughs> like in any way <laughs> correlate to reality of math. Um, but this person uh, is listen, such a questioner, man. You gotta you gotta understand that sometimes things come out of your mouth and you just have to go for it. Right. Uh, take a look at national discourse and you'll understand. But yeah, no, I. I'm being rightfully shamed for saying something very dumb. So. It's totally you got fine. Me. You got me. I said a dumb thing. I uh, I own up to it. Totally fine. Just saying. Just saying. Andrew, it is really okay. I think that I will. Well, I would rather be wrong every time than be a pedant. All right. Fair enough. It's, and it's pretty decent. this person took probably 10 minutes to write this. Uh, maybe they're a math major, though. Maybe that was just a <sighs> thing that really fucking pushes their buttons. Yeah, but I hate I'm right, dude. Hate him. Well, I'm gonna actually, play devil's advocate on this. Um, we're gonna have we're gonna, let's have two different conversations. Point counter. One, I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate on this as the okay. person who is always right. It's frustrating as fuck to have to not tell people you're right sometimes. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> oh really? So I'm is, just you're the one. You're the um, one who was always right. Just giving you the perspective of the person who is consistently right in many things. Sure. Um, it's tough to know. In not, their mind, they're right. Not in in objective reality. <laughs> I am wow. right in most things. Uh, or I'm delusional. I don't know. Take your pick. I think um, right is a fluid notion. I You're probably correct in that. Thank you. Other conversation I want to have. Okay. Um, yes, I saw I, it three different times today. 
are people actually afraid of the idea of being devil's advocate? Yeah, totally. Yo, fuck you. You should fucking drown yourself. <laughs> are you out of your goddamn mind? Holy Great shit. Nations. I saw three different people in three totally fucking disparate situations. Not like one person who's just like, oh, devil's advocate. Like, it was uh, like... Devil's advocate is a big, big inroad to mansplaining, though. Like, let me just play devil's advocate here for a minute. The I, I, the concept of taking your argument and looking for holes to better bolster or change your position for a more logical one is not a, a, a bridge to mansplaining. It's a thing you do to critically think, you fucking dunces. Um. Yeah, why, that, that. I mean, why critically that, think? I don't know. I mean, why should maybe we should all just fucking join a cult at that point? Like, I don't know what to do. Like that really, it bothered me. It, it like rattled me. <laughs> I saw you had a little bit of a t- Twitter tirade today. How so could I you? Be, I, you know what? You know what's really funny? I went on my tirade, and then three different people were like, "Yo, at me next time." <laughs> Exactly. Um, If you are afraid in any capacity of anybody ever devil's advocating you for any reason, you are a fucking coward. Don't be a coward. Why would you be a coward when you can decide not to be? It's fucking nuts. I am holding my. I am giving you namaste hands right now. Thank you. you, Weirdly, I was doing that a second ago. Thank you. Um, you. Really bothered me. Really, like I felt like I was in an alternate reality. Discourse is dying. Very much, yeah. It's really wild. Like, Andrew, I can, I've can i known you for a long time. Best friends, you know, Lojo. I can disagree with you. For sure. And it's Absolutely. totally cool. It's fine. You know what? You'll disagree with me, and we'll fucking hash it out and both walk away better for it. With, with, or bitter with for ego, it. Or bitter for it, maybe. I don't know. Um, I, might, <laughs> I might start harboring. I've never harbored an ounce of resentment toward you. You know what? But it, we, we still have a lot of time. That is true. We have plenty of time. We're going we're gonna to live to a very old age. Yeah. Well, you're going to be riddled with Alzheimer's. <laughs> For sure. Apparently. Sh- For and sure. Sugar-induced Alzheimer's. And I'm just going to be like, you're going to be like, oh, you're going to keep calling me Sean. And be <laughs> like, I'm not Sean Duty. Oh, remember Sean? Yeah. God damn it. I do. Before he was president, I remember. Feeding you pudding and like. Corn, like crumbly cornbread. You know what, though? You lived with me on my couch all through your late 40s and early 50s, so this is just comeuppance. It's just... That's <laughs> totally true. how it goes. Here's the trajectory. I'm going to move in with Young Box. By spring, I'm going to fucking blow it. <laughs> and I, I don't know how, but that's I'm just a... Time will tell. We'll blo- figure it out. I'm a blower. I blew it. I'm going to blow it. I don't know how. I might just walk home one day and she'll be over it. I don't know. But I have to take the leap. What am I going to live here forever? That's true. You got to move forward. Forward's always the way. Forward is always the way. Who dares wins? I just wanted to take a quick side note. There was a challenge on uh, the Overnight Drive Friend Zone today to make a new Overnight Drive theme. Our man Peter has had his time. His royalties are uh, rolling in, but oh, we have to. I think we may 
have to find, I'm putting out the signal to anybody who wants to try and write nothing too fancy, like a 30-second intro. This is fascinating because people hating on our intro right now has crystallized me into doing it forever. Forever. Like, it's it's one of those things where once you tell me to do something, you'll never get that thing. It's nope. fucking like, it's... I'll turn it into the fucking Western Front if I have to. Like, it's <laughs> fucking, it's like... You're not going to get the thing front, you want oh. if you demand something of me. Western so, Front was a depressing uh, place. Yeah, for real. You know what, well, what they used to do in the trenches to keep from getting trench foot is they used to pile the bodies and put planks on top of them. That's and wonderful. They would walk on the bodies, and it would it was so cold and weird out that it wouldn't they would bodies wouldn't rot until like springtime. I do remember reading or hearing somewhere that like when you were new and you would fucking like you would fucking get off your ship or whatnot, you would smell the Western Front well before you ever marched yeah. to it, which was like just. Well, fucking straight hard. Like two hundred fifty thousand men. Oh yeah, <laughs> died on 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 just the Allied side. Yeah, it's pretty wild. And uh, oh no, that was like the 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 Germans. How I mean, where does they where do they all go? Like you see, like like an entire University of Michigan football game dies. Like 120,000 people. Yeah, where do you put them? I don't know. Where do you put them, first of all? Now, you know, far be it for me to, uh, you know, fucking be revisionist history guy. But you should probably, I mean, do you think they'd burn the bodies or something, you know? like, Wouldn't it be horrific if they if suddenly you're trying to invade the, the, the trenches and you just see burning bodies everywhere of their own people? Like, holy fuck, these guys Damn. are hardcore. They're burning their own men, and some of them are still alive. Like, they'll burn the dead guys, but they'll also find people they don't like. And just throw them in there. Like, there's Murray, who fucking I fell asleep and he ate my chocolate. Burn <laughs> burn him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it reminds me of when I went to summer camp. Or I worked at summer camp, and I ate this dude's, this ex-military dude's cheese balls. Oh, Jesus. Like, I ate the whole thing, because even back then I was a total fat ass. And he was like, threw the fucking thing at the TV and said, who the fuck ate my cheese balls? And everyone was silent. Total it was obvious, silence. It was obviously me. I had now you got dust. cheese all over your face. Yeah, yeah. it was they were like wise, big thing of wise cheese balls, like the plastic fucking thing. Oh, wow, damn. And I pounded it. He left and came back and they were gone. What are you going to do? Survival of the fittest. Or the, in camp. this case, the not fittest at all. You gotta fucking. We're in the middle of the woods. You gotta make do. Survival of the fattest. I should have said. Ah, oh, Jesus. So, How did Andrew, we get we're. Here? I don't know. I'm. I'm just. Oh, oh, we're talking about me moving. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, I'm lamenting right. my last few weeks on Lark Street because this is a very social area. That is true. Like, imagine the cool, like whatever city you live in. Imagine the cool street, like New York, St. Marks. And, like, I can't think of any other cool streets, so. Or, like, Seattle's, like, Capitol Hill or whatever. Or um, San Francisco's, like, Haight-Ashbury. Haight Street? I don't know what's cool. The San Francisco people are going to tell us. I don't know what the fuck is good yeah. there. I'll have to talk to Steven, our longtime listener, Steven, and ask him, what's the cool street in San Francisco? I think it's Haight-Ashbury. 
because that's where the Grateful Dead grew up. And when they were old enough to walk, they learned how to play guitar and became famous. That's my story. That's how my story of how... I want to do a podcast of like 30-second stories of how bands became famous. It's pretty like interesting. My, like my sub-podcast where it's like, the Grateful Dead were all children together. I'm going to forget this to ask you this. This is something I meant to ask you last week and I forgot, but this is also going to veer off from the main narrative of you feeling like you're unhappy or like you, you want to take it all in for Lark Street. So I want to put a pin in that for one second and okay. ask you a question because it just it hit me last week. What is the most blatant, like, is blatant even the right word? Yeah, what is the most blatant, cash grab you've ever seen a band do oof because i was thinking uh i don't know it was something last week uh, are you familiar with total chaos <laughs> yes <laughs> so total chaos for anyone who doesn't know was a kind of i would call them maybe proto crusty bands yeah um, like they the were periphery. a little heavier. They were on Epitaph, but they were a little heavier, a little faster, <laughs> blah, 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 and whatever. They took um, that twenty thousand dollar contract and ran with it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it, well, it, it was of everything that was on Epitaph. It was like heads and tails better, but like it was still whoa, it's, uh, whoa. like Wizzo, I, I went back and Wizzo I played it. It was rules. fucking awful. Wizzo. <laughs> Wizzo was really good. <laughs> fucking Siren becoming Wheels, great. So great East Bay record. They right. cut to like heavy moron records, and then like rancid happens, <laughs> and all that shit happens, and all of a sudden, like dudes who didn't have a pot to piss in were getting famous, and then these guys came out with the a number one crowned king on high, most ridiculously poorly thought out cash grab oi record oh, I've wow. ever experienced. I damn like. <laughs> It was the it was the most phoned in experience. <laughs> it was so fucking wild. Um, I I honestly I urge everyone if you're not familiar with these guys to go and force yourself to listen to the first, second, and I think third Total Chaos records, and the third one I think is the the like struggles from the streets or whatever. It was it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing to anyone with an earshot. It was fucking rough. And that made me think, what is the biggest fucking cash grab you've ever seen? Ever seen? We've seen a lot of cash grabs. I know. It's tough. It, it made sort of, it put me down like a fucking, like a weird hole. I started thinking about like Bob Nana and like, yeah. you know, it was, yeah. Yeah. Well, that whole, I mean, <clears throat> when uh, Braid got back together, it didn't seem so that cash grabby. But when fucking hey mercedes got back together because hey mercedes Ooh. didn't have that many fans to begin with and then they got back together like we're back and even had like that low-key blurry photo facebook announcement like hey we're back we're back and that's how bands do it they're like a picture of like a drum with a guitar leaning on it and oh they're bringing all in the same room imagine the possibilities what do you think's gonna happen? I, they're gonna talk about <laughs> shit that happened in Omaha. Fucking, we're about nine to years ago. we're about to do that in a couple of weeks. So that is very up. true. Buckle up. Um, there. No, uh, I don't. I, I, I'm dragging you all over the place tonight. I apologize. I love fucking Thursday night football on Twitter. 
<laughs> it's so good. I'm watching it right now on my phone as we're doing this. Doing it on my TV and being able to watch the game and then swipe right and fucking have like people talking shit about the game on my screen. It's fucking <sighs> wonderful. Really good. I, bad um, game, bad game. Like it's fucking Cardinals Forty oh, ers Like Cardinals I hope this becomes Niners, fucking Black like, Sunday, and they fucking they set a bomb off. But like, all, yeah, I was just gonna say Cardinals Niners. It's like uh, imagine the two most, not only most annoying, but worst. There's there's a big difference. Most annoying and worst people you know. Yeah. Fighting for an hour, two hours. It's also like I mean, awful. Let's cut between these two. You're serious? Like the Cardinals could fucking walk this in backwards. It's like it's gonna Who's be a winning? joke. Uh, it's zero zero right now. Yeah, see, zero zero because that zero, team zero. is full <laughs> of fucking zeros, full of goose eggs. Zeros. They're all think, fucking uh, criminals. I think Palmer's on fucking concussion uh, detail though. I thought you were gonna say Kentucky Fried Chicken. Kentucky. I think Palmer's on <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> that was Carson Palmer. Uh, oh my God! I mean, we all know how hurt he is, and he's such a hero for showing up to the game tonight. But he's uh, making a lot of people scratch their heads because he's eating a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken on the <laughs> sideline. People, I think he might still be concussed. His wife he comes. Doesn't up seem and, to even know we're all here. Yeah, he's just sitting there, and he keeps telling. Uh, he every time the crowd cheers, he keeps telling his wife to turn the television down. Very Reportedly, strange. he told Bruce Arians the same story four times tonight. Yeah. He's like, hey, Bruce, I was driving my car, uh, and, uh, you know, it's a great thing about being in your car is you can do whatever you want. And uh, he's like, Carson, you already told me that boring story once before. Oh, God. oh my ticker's not like it used to be. Oh, my ticker. I think I got my egg scrambled last game. <laughs> <laughs> got my bell rung. No, dude, bell. your brain moved in your skull. Is that the same thing? <laughs> what other old timey NFL cliche is gonna be? I got my uh, eggs scrambled at the old, in the last game. I got my bell rung. What else? Really, it was good. I got my bell rung, and then Romanowski <laughs> went in the parking lot, and started deadlift cars because he couldn't find his way home. Bill so he Romanowski just got mad at the cars. All you young bucks and buckheads out there have to look up Bill Romanowski because he was our spirit animal when we were he playing. He really was. Damn. This motherfucker, this is the kind of dude, he kicked a football into Larry Center's crotch. <laughs> Larry Center's a fullback for the Arizona Cardinals at the time. He kicked the football into his crotch. Pull, not only that, but his own team, he would, he would exact retribution when he was playing for the, the Raiders. Somebody took his food out of this microwave. This is my fucking favorite Bill Romanowski story right here. It's like every Some, time it gets me. <laughs> he, he was cooking a meat, he was warming up a meatball sub in the in the microwave and it ended. And so someone's like, well, I need to use it now. So they take his food out and they put them in, and they put their food in the microwave and he goes over and he's like, who the fuck took my food out? It's like at the laundromat when somebody takes your clothes out and uses the dryer and everybody was quiet. So he picks up the fucking microwave and slams it on the ground, and it bursts into flames. That actually happened at the Raiders facility. And he screamed, now nobody has food or something Now like he's that like, now is. no one has food. Exactly. Unreal. <laughs> now no one can use it. <laughs> Amazing. And he was fined, and they docked the, the really price good. of a new microwave from his pay, but I guess that's well worth it. He used to talk, he talked a lot about investing in CDs in his book. Jesus Christ, Which that like book a, must read like a fucking coloring book. It really does. It's like investing in CDs is like not great financial advice. Wasn't it fucking, 
I think it, it probably made sense at the time. Like, if you did a CD ladder in, like, the fucking early 90s, you probably did all right. I think that's what he did, <laughs> yeah. Um, was it Kerry Collins? I know he broke Kerry Collins' job, but weren't they supposed to do, like, an event together? Man. And he called him and threatened him, and Kerry Collins just never showed up <laughs> to the event? <laughs> Kerry Collins, yeah. Well, uh, they were going to do an event together to raise awareness and money for whatever, right? So Kerry, I mean, Kerry him and Bill Romanowski hadn't talked since the day Bill Romanowski broke his jaw. Dirtiest ending, hit. And, Dirtiest. Yeah. It may as well have hit him with a brick. Oh, it's, it's you can look it up on YouTube, Romanowski versus Kerry Collins. It's one of the dirtiest helmet-first plays that was allowed. It, they didn't even get a flag for it. It was just football back then, even in the 90s. And so, but the best story is that they're in a charity function. It's like it's in, like, San Francisco or whatever. And, uh... So Kerry Collins calls Bill Romanowski to, like, smooth everything out. Hey, man, we should grab a bite, you know, talk about, you know, being NFL players together. And Bill Romanowski just says, fuck you, and hangs up the phone. <laughs> and, th- and says, if he shows up to that event, there's going to be trouble. And Kerry Collins, like a bailed. puss, bailed. Kerry Collins, famous for... Uh, getting signed by the Carolina Panthers. And the same day he gets signed, he goes out to celebrate with his wide receivers and calls Musid Muhammad the N-word in a drunken stupor. Jesus. <laughs> it's setting the tone for the season where everybody was uh, uh, not thrilled with him. God damn. Kerry Collins, a true American hero. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe that jaw should have stayed fucking wired shut. <laughs> Um, so, all right, so we, we went off the reservation here, but let's get back. So you're moving off of Lark Street. Moving off of Lark Street. One, one thing I'm going to miss yeah. is that this, we are in the midst of settle for season. Cuffing, handcuffing season. You see a lot of, because that's a town where people just can't be alone. Nah, for sure. And you see a lot of people together who, after two OkCupid okay dates, they're like, we should just lay under a blanket all winter. And they have nothing in common. But it's handcuffing season. It's getting cold out, and women hate being cold and alone. So they'll pick up any fucking dude. This is that's that's the whole basis. See, handcuffing season, you see the memes about it, you see people talk about it, but that's pretty much what it is. It's like, oh, I just need I just need somebody to snuggle with. But the you dude, want that front row seat. yeah, <laughs> the dude wants to slam twenty four seven because he's a dude, he's a young dude. But I see a lot of like guys who look like a short and round Zach Galifianakis with, with no charisma, with like some like okay looking state worker women, and I'm like, oh, it's handcuffing seat. I find this frustrating because I want to I either we have to have an audience of people who know everyone we know or <laughs> I just have to come to terms with being a kind of a bad person and asking you the question let let's start a, a like a poll you know like you do like a what is it like a fucking death pool every year <laughs> yeah. uh, which by the way I won uh who died was it last year or the year before? Uh, we'll talk about it off uh, oh. uh, offline. Um, 
<laughs> Can't wait. Yeah, of like naming name, like who who among us is gonna have the the fucking darkest handcuffing season. I think we both know who, but it's still. Uh, uh, <laughs> I want so I just, many I, options. I don't know. The, think. the abusive parts of me wants to just spit it out, but you know it is what it is. Yeah, I I mean the handcuffing season it doesn't count if you're by yourself. No. So no, I, I think uh, I think we know who we're talking about, but we'll talk about it <laughs> offline. And. Uh, yeah, but it's so funny, and these dates, people are on cute dates, and it's like, wow. Like, to spend a winter alone must be, like, the worst. I've done it every single winter, almost. Except for, like, you know, 2009, 2010. Winter has always been a cold season for me, so I don't, I'm looking forward to moving into the love nest and having cats and a beautiful woman at my beck and call. For grapes. Wow, grapes. And yeah, skin, Damn. skin, girl, make her skin the grapes. Feed wow. me grapes. Damn. Get that cat. It tells in me you're here. not moving in there. Like right now, she's like packing your shit up. <laughs> I haven't asshole. even started. Studio packing. A, my ass. Yeah, so Studio A is going to be great. I hope you put an A on the door. It's awesome. It's a great place. It's like perfect size room for what I need to do. Podcasting wise, you should you're gonna see our trajectory just boom. That's it's gonna, gonna be it. That's what's gonna change the whole game. It's gonna be an audio boom. I think. All right, here's the deal. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna price out your new podcasting equipment. What it's gonna cost. I'm gonna have Gabri create a limited edition fucking overnight drive shirt. Boom. We're gonna put it up. You guys can fund it if you feel like it. Don't. Well, it's kind of whatever. And then that's how we're going to get your shit. So we're going to get you the fucking Howard Stern setup. I fucking love it. We already have. We already sold a bunch of those those weird shirts I made in the manic haze. Right? So I was just saying, like, I woke up one day and all of a sudden we had a shirt. And I'm like, I did. Uh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was me Photoshop 20 minutes on Adderall. And I was like, oh, this looks good. Let's do it. And it's like, whatever. But uh, we have the power. And they're selling. Uh, if you want to go, uh, go on Teespring. Uh, look at uh, the Overnight Drive site. Um, it's widely advertised. Uh, limited edition uh, Reach for the Golden Ring shirts with the Reach for the Golden Ring Blue Angels crest, which is a... Is that a, what that is? It's the exact ripoff of the Blue Angels crest, only it's hands reaching for a golden ring instead of uh, an angel. It's fucking awesome. Fascinating. Yeah. I bought um, you one, buddy. Oh, thank you. I know you were I know you wear t shirts all the time. Yeah, t shirt double XL. I got I ordered um, a double XL. My fucking belly's getting so big. I wore XL shirts for so long. It was such a fucking weird choice. So it was very much a nineties choice. I would wear XL shirts and like cut the sleeves off and like cut them down the side. It was I so, remember so, that. I was so punk. I was so fucking <laughs> punk. It was ridiculous. I, you know, for all the ball busting and fucking sh- shit talking I do. I have, like, a rotation of three band shirts that are, like, 15 years old right now. That's it. It's, like, a no-trend shirt. One of my favorite DC punk bands. Uh, Like, a New Order shirt. Excellent. Excellent. I mean, New Order's great. And uh, some other shirt. That's it. And then a flannel. Dressing the same forever. That's true. You've always had the same... uh... The same rig up. <clears throat> we have we have a real resource in Gabri though. She's high fashion. 
That's true. She's no fucking around. She's pretty rock and roll. I think a great idea for a um, she's pretty rock and roll. Um, I think a good idea for another video, a la the bacon, egg, and cheese challenge, is for uh, her to give me a makeover. Uh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) My dime. Take that might be f- more of like uh, she might have to bring the entire fucking like girl squad into. Uh, well, first of all, one. I don't think, I, I don't think that uh, it'd be kind of hard to find clothes that fit me. I don't know what to do with this right now. This is it's making me uncomfortable beyond my really. This is making you, of all of the things I've talked about fucking dogs. I've yeah. talked about licking assholes. And Something this about makes you, you getting a makeover really fucking rattles wow. me. Oh, trigger warning, uh, makeover. Yeah, exactly. Yep, that's it. I've been triggered. This is what it feels like. <laughs> oh God, God damn it, Twitter fucking froze on me. Well, it's better. I mean, I'm glad, uh, you know, you can fucking, maybe now you can pay attention to what we're doing here. Yeah, you know. Do you want to do some questions? I'd love to. All right, let's do it. We oh, you know what? Up. Before, uh, yeah, and I'll, I'll do questions, and then I have uh, the ever-popular... Back by popular demand, I'm going to do a third straight week of misconnections. Somebody already asked a question asking for you to do that, so yeah. that's, uh, that's sick. Um, somebody asked me what the best part of my story last week that I was going to tell before you got derailed. I have no idea. No clue. It's gone. Yeah, it's lost so a couple people just, just said that you were. A couple people said you were on like a hot streak, and then I stepped on it. I think it's when I, I played. When? I, I think it was when I played Love Gun and made fun of you for eventually getting Alzheimer's. Huh. <laughs> that's possible. That's um, our dynamic, guys. That's our dynamic. There's no interrupting here. You know, me like having a, Alzheimer's is going to be real funny till it's not. Just keep that in mind. Yeah. And then I have um, to do a GoFundMe to help Andrew, who's just, you yeah. know, a p- picture of him sitting on a, on the deck of an Adirondack home. Like a in a tuberculosis blanket, wrapped in a he's tuberculosis just, blanket. He's been and wandering around the parking lot of New Music looking for the Drop Dead show for months. He just, <laughs> he just, you know, we don't know what to do with him. He just keeps asking for Drop Dead. I, and Drop I, Dead I, is weirdly still playing. I know. I saw them in the parking lot where everybody had to pull their cars around and turn the headlights on so people could yep. see. What a show. Wow. Fucking assholes just don't get it, man. Degeneracy, new Degeneracy album out on Heavy Moron Records. <laughs> um, somebody's asking me why I'm letting you move to one of maybe 20 cities in the eastern seaboard that are worse than Albany. Where is that, I wonder? Bite balls. Troy rules. Oh, I see what's happening. I'm moving to Troy. You know what? I, I, Troy is cute. I think were you moving from a reasonable place to Troy, I'd be clowning you ridiculously hard. <laughs> I'd con- I'd consider this to be a lateral move. It's kind of whatever. It's uh, it's, it's fine. Look, um, Troy has always had better food, uh, uh, cooler people, uh, more going on, closer uh, closer to uh, Red Robin. Uh, <laughs> closer to Red Robin? Well, fuck, shit! I didn't realize that. <laughs> oh fuck! Well, that, like, that changes, that changes everything. everything. Yeah, close to TJ Maxx, very close. I mean, there is better food, but we also we went to that Pex Arcade spot. Um, I didn't think I thought the food was good, but there was like a fucking DJ just spinning the whole time. Like, <laughs> fuck you! And also, the woman upstairs could not make a drink to fucking. I could have like I don't know what I could have done to compel her to make a drink properly or quickly. That it was like it was, the funny it was a thing bit about upsetting. the funny thing about Troy There's, is like 
It's like Troy. It's like Brooklyn Light. For two yeah. blocks, it's Brooklyn for two Light. Blocks, that's it. it and then it just becomes like maybe Brooklyn Light, but if we're talking about like the parts of Brooklyn that are not cute, that no, are not it's like, fun. No, like you go from like new, like maybe like late nineties, early two thousands Williamsburg, where people like all of a sudden discovered fennel or whatever, and then you go to like Welcome Back Hotter, Brooklyn, like nineteen seventy seven, where like a bombed out building, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, like, like it, 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 most of Troy. Part of Troy is like Williamsburg, and then most of Troy is like Williamsburg in the eighties. Yeah, exactly. It's like the it's like the Warriors during the day. Exactly. Pretty much what it is. And uh, I mean, it's still Troy. It's cool, you know. Whatever. It's the it's, a, it's an uneasy piece. Still a city where they have microphones set up just to hear gunshots. They do. They have they that do. weird pioneer program that somebody conned them into. That's why it's funny because on July Fourth, that's why all the cops were flying all over the place because they were also mm, reco- it was recognizing the microphones were recognizing gunshots, and the only way to go and reset it is if you go into the vicinity of that uh, gunshot, which is just a firecracker. Jesus, um, somebody's that's... asking if you're okay because they see they're worried when they see you buying plane tickets. I feel that, but I didn't know you bought plane tickets. I didn't. No, I just, uh, okay. I was, uh, I, Youngbox and I went to a place called the Lucky Strike, which is <laughs> like a more, more or less of a restaurant, more of a lifestyle. <laughs> uh, it's the bowling place in the mall with the bowling alley. And when you and Gab visit, we're going there. Well, we'll uh, be there soon, next weekend. That's fucking great. We're going to be there. We're doing it. Um, I can't wait. Um, this place is awesome. It's right on time. And they have a sports bar, but then also like a restaurant area that's like, ah, oh, you know, I really want to, it's like third date, and I really want to take you somewhere special. And then in the back, they have cover bands playing all night long in an arcade. I mean, the arcade's cool. Dude, it is, it, they have a library, they, a lending library in the back where you can just take a book. It's all of the most annoying elements of things that people in, like, Seattle and Minneapolis, like, long since forgot about. All in one place, conveniently shoved into one area, one huge area. It's fucking awesome. Um, and, f- and you can get this thing called the Beer Tower. For 32 bucks, you can get a Beer Tower, which is essentially two pitchers of beer. And it's big frosted tower with a tap on it. Cool. It was so cool. <laughs> this sounds monumentally unhealthy. This I'm saving up to to bring all you guys out. It's gonna all be right. fucking great. We're gonna. The thing is, if you drink that much beer in the mall, you get mall drunk, which is one of the worst feelings in the world, unless you're going to the movies right afterward. Because you just have to walk around mall drunk. I yeah, like mall drunk has has never never done it for me. I never understood when I, after I left, people started going to the mall specifically to drink, which just I didn't. It has never resonated with me. I go to mall. I get mall drunk. I start like rationalizing like old navy jeans and shit. Like Mm-mm. oh, you know, I could try them. I'm gonna buy a pair. I, last time I got mall drunk, I wanted to buy a pair of Jordans. Just put it on the credit card, Jordans. Um, 
that's uh, that's a nope. 189 bucks. I was this close. They had the Earl Thomas Jordans. I was like, oh my god. It's just like shit. You're gonna have a hole in them in two weeks and throw them away. It's like, and just, just don't don't do that. It's like no. buying a house. Don't do it. The way I I play when I play basketball, <laughs> I'm very flight like fleet of foot. When I go down to the when I go down to the rec center and play basketball, it's just like I'm play floating. Pick up games on the street. <laughs> yeah, I'm the dude who just walks off the street, takes his parks his car on the grass, takes his shirt off, and like, oh, I got next, I got next to play you for the court. I got next. That's I got me. a I got a heavy one for you. Are you ready? I'm always ready for a heavy one. All right. So I haven't had any friends. we got to talk about a different heavy thing. Uh, so I haven't had any friends in a little over a year. I don't feel lonely, and I generally dislike the people I meet, so I have no desire to be friends with them. I am generally depressed, but with the state of the world, not my social life. My partner and family say it's unhealthy for me to have no friends, but I think it's fine, as it does not affect me very much at all. Is my family and partner just not getting it, or am I so disassociated I don't realize it's affecting me? Both. Oh, shit. I think I'd, I'd say it's very likely one or the other. I am perfectly good flying solo for the majority. I, I, like, I'd say almost every single person I'm close to in this life, besides Gab, and that, that's probably about it, uh, lives a triple-digit amount of miles away from me. It's just, it's just how it is. It's fine. Like, yeah. I, I know people, but it's, it's like, I'm chill. I'm, I'm chill be being on that like alone for a I'm long minute. I'm going to be living on that couch soon. I'm living in the basement, the, the basement apartment with the fucking... The sliding door. <laughs> cool. It's going to be me. Hey, guys. Hey, you know, oh, God, really rough week at war. A really rough month. Um, Just, you know what? We're just going to, I bought a notebook. Uh, I went to, uh, you know, I went on my way home. I bought a notebook. We're just going to write down what I owe. And then I'm just like right. going to chip away at it. If that's cool. cool. I mean, we have a record. You can hold me accountable for each month that I let the rent go. But I'm just letting you know it might be a while before I find straight work, because I have this. I'm working on my album, and I, and I've um, you know, I got that job sweeping floors, which you know. But I mean, I need to eat too. And I uh, last time, I eat some of your food. It was like it, I thought maybe there was some heaviness there. So I got what I got downstairs, and I have like a hot plate on top of a mini fridge. <laughs> Like that's my life. So I'm just cooking whatever, and I cook like I'm just soaking beans, which is like the worst smell ever. I'm just gnarly. making – I've got my rice and beans. I've got my – you know, I'm, I'm cool. You know, I don't hang out in the common areas anymore. It's like I'm very heavy vibe of like I've been there for too long. And, you know, and like when you've out – everyone in, in, in the world has outlived a favor. And that's like that would be the vibe that would be happening. I'd be there for like year number two. And like you fucking, you finally lose it when I you go out to go to work and I blocked your car in with my car. <laughs> and you're like, like kind of parked on the lawn, not really like totally yeah. in a driveway. Because <laughs> I'm claiming to have no money, but I fucking go out to the bar on like a Wednesday night because there's some fucking awful girl I'm scamming on. Even worse, I bring her back. Finally scored. Final score. Finally scored. After years of being celibate. Somehow talked her into the basement. So I talked her into the basement, and I'm like, yo, we got a fucking, I got a party room down here. This is, yeah, this is my house. I, I fucking totally finessed that 2 a.m. Conver- elevator conversation you have with somebody you're going home with, you know? Like, yeah, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, like, you're just agreeing to everything. You just, 
you don't want to blow it, you know. Got to fucking yeah. make sure you uh, you tell the driver, the cab driver, which way you're. Uh, they've got to turn without really breaking the story too much. Nah, fuck a cab. But when you drive home drunk, that you come off as like oh, wow. James Dean. Damn, Adventure, right, adventurous. Good to know. I got that. I got my little Honda still. It's like two hundred thousand miles on. It's not doing so good. She's like, oh, you know, this is all yours. I'm like, yeah. Like, oh, are these your cars? Yeah. You know, I'm fucking. I'm already retired. All this is all I do. This is my. This is my domain. You know, it's like Westchester or some shit. And I'm like, take her down. I give it to her. Good. You you wake up. You shoot up, because you hear what appears to be a dying animal. And instead, it's the woman. The woman is downstairs, and you're like, God damn it. But you're like, I'm okay. All right. I'm going to be like water. And I'm going to stay here. Just let it, let it flow. Let it flow. So you go up, you get up, you make your coffee. You're like, it's Friday. Thank fucking God. It's going to be like, you know, 25 minute drive, straight shot to the fucking chalk factory, no sweat. Then you look outside, and I've blocked you in. <laughs> Totally this is annoying me right now. This is wild. Like I just had a little bit of a reaction. You like, fucking God damn. blow a gasket and stomp downstairs, and you're like, "Hello!" And the woman gets startled, and she's like, "Who are they? I thought this was you." I'm like, yeah, they're my, uh, they're they're my tenants. They're I'm still my trying roommates. to. I'm still trying to angle for morning sex. So I'm still lying. Oh Jesus uh, Christ! It's my fucking. I, we got. We got a little off the reservation with, uh, with my man uh, having no friends. I think it's all right, but, like, I don't know. Do you think it's all right? It's uh, They're both, I mean. You being the asker. Not I want your opinion as well, but, I mean, no. like, uh, if if you think it's cool, then everyone can go fuck themselves. If you don't think it's cool, then, you know, maybe work on that. I'm the same way. I'm totally the same way. Where I have friends, I could take them or leave them. My true ride-or-die friends either live really far away or... They're Justin Kiss. Pretty much. Fucking God bless. That's it. I think it's fucking important to be able to be okay being by yourself. doesn't necessarily mean you need to be by yourself, but you need to be okay being by yourself. There are people who cannot function without attention, without human attention. wild. Really crazy. Like, oh, I... I, That's that's an insane weakness. It is an insane weakness. It's a perfect way to put it, too. It's like a a big weakness. It's like, yeah, I need need constant in-person approval. Which is why people go to the bar, the same bar, like every weekend. Yeah. And they create like a fucking Norm Cliff Clavin scenario where it's like, oh my God. So Stacy's here again. I need to be with my people. Oh, I miss my people. Uh, so yeah, I, that's that's the best answer I can muster is uh, and I'll learn, learn to be alone. And if you're not happy, then don't be alone. Yeah. Um, or blow your brains thing out. It, it occurred to me when we were talking about um, me bringing home a woman and living in your basement. This is what it's like to be me. I can't think straight lately. It's really rough. I don't know what's wrong. I with can me. hook I up some Adderall for you, bro. I just need to figure my shit out. Nah. No, when we were talking about um, devil's advocacy and uh, and whatnot before. It occurred to me that this is not a question, but uh, from a few episodes ago, the uh, vehement racist commenter. Oh, my uh, God. Got at us in a uh, a very heartfelt and uh, kind of intense way. In a group uh, Facebook chat. Group Facebook chat. Working through some shit. I 
this is the pain of being right all the time. This right here is the pain of being mm. right all the time. My man's working through some shit. He's, you know, that's what it is. Love it. Um, yeah. So I let you take the reins. I didn't have much to contribute because <laughs> I figured you could handle it better than I was just going to be like, well, you know, that's, that's, that's rough, man. But he had, got, it was gotten mad Socratic. Our man, we love our man. Thanks for, you know, we don't hold it against you for being a virulent racist. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) Totally fine. Because it's only sometimes. And, you know, I'm fucking, I'm only addicted to fucking looking at hooker ads sometimes. We all have our sad failings. What are you going to do, right? Some Um, of us drive too fast. Some of us hate Jews. What are you going to (laughs) do? In the game of life... There are left turns and there are right turns. And you'll end up where you need to be eventually. But I found that fascinating, though, because it's like, especially because we started to talk about shit like it it came up and we're like, all right, you know, I mean, that's that's what it is. Let's talk about it. And the conversation immediately took a left turn to the point where. If I was a like a reactionary fucking don't devil's advocate me person, I would be and I you uh, let's say this dude came to me with this issue and I was a reactionary fucking devil's advocate like don't don't do that fucking person. Oh yeah, fucking I would die. I'd call on his scene to oust him. That's and the thing is, like, I'd be do, I would be approaching it one hundred and fifty percent from the wrong direction. It'd be, I'd be like <laughs> flanking, but flanking left, and the armies to the right. You know, it, yeah. it's like it was fascinating. In that three messages of conversation, we managed to fully disconnect uh, effect from cause and work on root. Whereas a dumb, loud person would just fuck with effect all the time it's really wild it was it was it was fascinating so i'm i'm glad that happened i hope i hope my man's getting some help and feeling better exactly um yeah it was uh pretty fascinating here's one um all ears seahawks giants corner use gauze oh, slash God. 25 to life lyric references so the punker than thou listeners don't leave well can't do that i literally I have no idea Odell never Beckham listened Jr. to gauze in my life Aldo Beckham Jr. sure has a short fuse, Andrew, doesn't he? All right, well, here's the deal. All right, I, I'm, of, I'm of two minds on this. Yes, the video of him punching the kicking net and the kicking net fucking <laughs> hitting him in the head is <laughs> worth its weight in gold. That alone worth the loss, just to have that. Um, also, really fucking weird narrative where people are like, well, he's sure he's this, this hot-tempered young man. Like, whoa, all right, let's dial it back. You know, this is like we're, we're a few, like nudges away from me like he's got gorilla like strength though well, that's you know, what like, that's what fucking commentators always do if it was a white dude he's, sure. a, he's, he's a, just very he's passionate. a competitor he's, he's just, uh, he really he wants to win he wants to win so bad he can taste it he loses yeah. control but if it's a black guy well he's he's lost control of his emotions and it's just, uh, you're not gonna win a game like that you're not gonna win a you. game like that you've gotta you've gotta you know th- you've gotta focus on what's upstairs like assume like you know the assumption <laughs> assumption is that you know like or like that kind of thing it's like it's like oh well he is he's a natural athlete I love when uh, they say that you know it's really they, good natural Mike, athletes they used to good. say that about Michael Vick all the time he's a natural athlete he's instinctive oh like an like an ape what you're saying <laughs> Like a gorilla, that's what you're saying. 
Like a cheat, um, like a Black Panther. But yeah, he is like, like despite all that, his he is unbearable to watch in those yeah. situations. Like I loved in that Vikings game, which I spent half of it like laying in the couch as though I had a stomach virus. Masturbating. Um, so bad, so fucking obnoxious. They, they kept like you know like well they they really haven't been targeting thirteen much. Why the fuck? What, like, are you kidding me? Like, I can't trust that dude to not get into a fist fight at the end of every play. Why would I ever throw the fucking ball to him? It's insane. Every play, this dude was, like, either hitting somebody dirty or getting hit dirty and getting into a fucking scuffle. It's like, yeah, I, no, I'm not going to throw to him. No, nah, I'm good. I'm also, I'll run this shit in. Forget it. Fuck you. Um, yeah, he's in. He's, I, don't, I don't know what to fucking do with that dude. Um, I don't think any of those are God's lyrics. Sorry. Where is fucking Seahawks looked fantastic. Looks like <laughs> swan-like. It was wild. We, oh, that was like ballet, dude. They were so fucking good. And we have like, we're, we are B, our fucking, most of our dudes are undrafted B-teamers, and we're bringing it together. It's so good. Jimmy Graham is looking so good. Yeah, Jimmy Graham remember how to play football. That's wild. It's wow. been about two years. Nice to have him back. <laughs> He had a two-year two year vacation, and now he's back. That I think fucking they... year where I drafted him first in fantasy football thinking I was the smartest motherfucker in the room. Jimmy Graham is going to wow. fucking steamroll. Unbelievable. I think that he... Unbelievable. The, uh, the rumor mill. I'm a member of a lot of Seahawks. Well, not a lot, but a few Seahawks message boards with some insiders. And they said that Jimmy Graham had a play me or trade me conversation with John Schneider. Wow. And so he's getting the ball. It's great. Did he have the, I'm going to be fucking injured by week six, like I always am anyway, so you may as well fucking throw the ball to me now while I'm here conversation as my well? Gl- my, my, I'm a rich man, so my legs are made of the finest crystal. <laughs> <laughs> but they still shatter very easily. Just wait for it. Fucking mark my words. Two weeks from now, he fucking, he takes two fucking helmets, one to each side, and collapses like he's made of fucking, like, marbles. <sighs> Would you like to I, hear some... Uh, well, you know what? I found that Total Chaos album. It's called Anthems from the Alleyway. Yeah, that's the one. It's super good. Oh. There, is, uh, there are people on this earth who will, this is the first thing they put on in the morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. They can't get enough of it. Imagine, like, I could never understand that, like... It'd be like the rare moment where you'd ride, like if you're on a long tour with a band, where you'd, like you'd ride in their van, you know, like you'd, you'd swap for a day. I can't imagine, like, why would you, how could you listen to heavy music before playing heavy music? I found that to be fucking bizarre. Bizarre. It's so bizarre. It's so weird. It's like, oh, I'm going to listen to, you know, Seven Days of Samsara before I play. Like, they'll listen to bands that they're derivative of. Like I w- we would, like I would start to play shit like soft music I didn't even like, just to have like I'd start to like mine into like the Bob Dylan catalog. I fucking hate Bob Dylan. Like fuck it. Well, we would. But listen... it's just like I just need to not hear what I'm gonna be forced to hear tonight at all. Or or the, the, it doesn't influence what we play. Like yeah. all of our stuff mm. is pure because we're not we don't listen to sh- fucking shit that we're supposed to sound like. And then try to sound like them because that's very weird. Ah, uh, do you want to uh, you want to do your Craigslist casual yeah. encounter reading? 
I'm going to just Google sad piano and see what comes up. Last time, the dude with the pictures of his girlfriend was the greatest thing ever. So, <laughs> um, I'm going to pick one that isn't. Oh, no. You know, it's funny. I've been watching a lot of uh, documentaries on John DeLorean. There's more than one? There's a bunch. And, wow. like, I'll have a dark piano music. I miss you. And then, like... Like the DeLorean story. It's pretty stupid. Okay. There's some particularly good ones. Yeah. Pet Supply Plus. You are just so adorable. One of these days, I'd love to help you release some of that tension you got going. Ugh. On in the DL. Just ask and the answer is yes. I see you watching me, because I have to adjust my cock so it doesn't push through my jeans a bit. LOL. And when you're <laughs> when you're adjusting your cock in public at Pet Supplies Plus, people yeah. aren't necessarily looking at you because they're enjoying it. <laughs> Just saying. I would think they're a total freak who gets gets off looking at like poor cats who nobody's ever gonna adopt. <laughs> Same cats there every day. Here's a little bitty cat with two different eyes. Don't you want to bring this feral creature into your house with a baby there? Just rub one out in front of this cat and then leave without cleaning up? Look, Andrew. Little bitty. It's been just over five years. You changed my life. I still think of you often. I know your life has changed while mine yeah. stayed the same. Yeah, yep, yeah, I'm not surprised. We defiantly had a connection. De defi definitely had a Defiantly. I prefer to defiantly. They dumped you because you're illiterate. Uh, we, we definitely had a connection, and after we finally hooked up, you pushed me away. I have to say, it affected me more than I thought it would. It's been five years. Oh, my We God. talk every couple years, but it's been a while. Just wanted to... Say hello and I miss you. Love D. Wow. Five Jesus Christ. You know what? I gave you a sloppy wet blowjob yesterday. I'm free again now if you want to stop by um. and give me another dose. Tell me what I had on. You know where I live, you fucker. Wow. Clifton Park Restaurant and Bar. <laughs> <laughs> I met you tonight at a bar in Clifton Park. I was there to pick up two friends who had been drinking too much. We talked at the bar for a little while about Miami, Florida. I thought you were very attractive. If you would like to hang out and or get a drink, JLMK, which stands for Just Let Me Know. If you can tell me what we were talking about in regards to Miami, then I'll... It's fucking dumb. Um, dolphins suck. Uh, this is a long it's shot, hot. but I'm hoping you... <laughs> it's hot there. I mean, there's a lot of... I mean, anybody could be like... Uh, oh, yeah, it was us. <laughs> this is so... These people are very desperate. Okay. Escort... <laughs> this is very dark. Escort in Troy, early 90s. Whoa! Whoa, like... Early 90s? They're dead! Maybe she's in her early 90s. Ah, uh, that's true. You used to frequent a place I worked at. Once you were injured, 
and I helped you a little extra that day. <laughs> Ended up kissing each other on the lips, and you replied with something like, I gotta get you in bed. Freebie, of course. Freebie, of course. I had a girlfriend at the time, so nothing came of it. But I wanted you so bad. You still cross my mind at times. If you somehow happen across this, reply with what kind of injury you had. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mailman, who are you? I see you wow. every day around 315 between 99 Washington and the Education Building. God, you are so cute. I don't know why someone keeps flagging this post. Probably a faggot. Probably. I really want to know who you are. Does anybody know who he is? I love how it's like every like the assumption is everybody's reading these. <laughs> Seriously, like, what do you think is happening at home at night? <laughs> Everyone's on Craigslist Casual Encounters helping each other out. This is a hive mind. <laughs> Looking for Jay. You still haven't seen this, so I'm trying again. This will go away when you... <laughs> This will go away when you get back to me. Oh, thank God. Okay, cool. I gave you a blowjob. Next 40 years, still looking for Jay. <laughs> still looking for Jay. I gave you a blowjob in my truck. You said I was brave for doing it where we did it. You came like a shotgun and I swallowed every drop. I said I would never out you and I meant it. Your name starts with Jay. You're in your 20s and you don't live alone. Or at least you didn't used to. We met from your post, but you only responded to texts, so I can't email you. I met you at midnight and gave you a blowjob in my back seat. A while later, we went to a field during a nasty rainstorm, and you fucked me in my back seat. After that, you moved away, and we didn't get together again. You texted me a short while ago, and when I couldn't respond, and now I've lost your number. What? What the fuck? I have some time to do it all again, so text me, but time is running out. You have my number. I hope Jay writes him back. I should write him back as Jay. Yeah, you really should. Yeah, that rainstorm was crazy, wasn't it? God, that rainstorm was crazy. I'm so glad you settled my nerves by fucking me. <laughs> One more. Wow. One more. Albany, this goes out to Scott J. <clears throat> Albany Public Library. You were yes. sleeping in your chair with an open book, shoes kicked off, looking absolutely amazing in your black dress, blonde hair, and red lips. You awoke with a dreamy look in your eyes. I asked you if you had a good sleep. You asked me if I saw any oh. children around you. You were waiting for your sister to meet, up with her meet you with her kids. I wish we could have talked more. But your sister came, and her kids were annoying. Would love to connect again. Tell me what you were reading. It's fucking great. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love town. all of these. I love these. All right. Can I just fucking read one more? Yeah, of course. All right. I'm going to fucking play some different music. <laughs> Maybe not. Actually, I'm gonna play the. I'm gonna play this John DeLorean fucking documentary while I read this. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. Hippie girl, East Greenbush. 
I miss you guys. It was fun smelling your dirty feet when I drove by. What the fuck? Finally worked your body enough to get out of town, I hope. Kinda wanted to plow your smelly vagina before you left, though. Thought it would be cool to have lice in my beard for a few days. Well, comrade, I guess that's it. Take care. Wow. Jesus. A vicious, hippie relationship gone totally wrong. And in the wake, fucking Caleb or Jeremy or whoever wrote is sour that his girl left to go on fish tour and she accused her of having lice in her pu- or pubes or I guess the crabs and also that she's not uh, as fresh as she could be down there it's like a so that was a kind of a disturbing one yeah, yeah. well <laughs> what episode is this are we 131 now one we're past the 131 all right <laughs> This has been episode 131. I've got a bag full of Thai food behind me that is rapidly cooling. I'm going to stop podcasting, and I'm going to go eat it. (laughs) I just just saw that somebody reposted the Tom Kiss. I came on your wife post, and I just laughed at that. Oh, man. Um, Anything you want to plug? Oh, I, uh, I'm uh, just, you know, got a new job, moving in with Young Box, um, uh, writing a new, uh, I'm running a new Bear Mattress album. And Andrew and I, uh, may, we, um, we're doing some stuff as well, but we're going to tease it. Mm-hmm. Right now. We're just going to tease it. But uh, a Andrew and I. little teaser, a little teaser. A little teaser. I don't know. That's how Sean Diddy used to sound when he was sleepy. I miss the little buddy. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but then he would occasionally he would yell, "Fuck off!" Like, oh, geez, all right. <laughs> My God, anger spike. We used to <laughs> how anger spike. How we didn't never took him seriously for a sec. He could have had a gun. Both of us. I know, right? Either the back of our heads. He could have had like a thirty-eight revolver, but right like so close to your head, like close enough to your head where you don't even feel it. Like ah ha ha, Sean Duty, you're an idiot. Ha 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 ha. And he, just, he should have probably fucking shot one of us. We were pretty mean. Still could. Um, shout out to Kent the Barber, who wrote me on Facebook asking me where I was. Yeah, all right. Because Young Box cuts my hair now. And, oh, uh, damn. I've got to let him down Let him down easy. Poor Kent. Well, he'll, he'll live. He'll be he'll all right. Live. He's, he's, uh, he's a refugee from the country of Vietnam, a, a uh, Vietnam War refugee. He'll be fine. He's been through tougher. Actually, I don't know if that's escaping a war-torn country. Um, How old the, on, is he, though? It's not like he's fucking, like, 64, right? No, he was a child. That's uh, He's fine. Yeah, Kids he don't was... remember shit. Kids don't remember anything. It's no, he's, 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 this is shit his parents told him after. Yeah, it wasn't like he was in the fucking funny. killing fields or anything. It wasn't like he... Porn in San Diego. Yeah. He shot porn in San Diego. And, you know, I'm going to fucking drive over to his new spot. I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just going to punch him. It's a good, hard one right in the face. You know, and I'm going to say, look, motherfucker, Facebook is for friends and for looking at girls and not for talking to dudes ever. Punch him, and then when he's, like, rolling in the round, get close to his ear and scream, still want to know where I am, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm going to say. just storm off and, like, (laughs) spin out and, like, cover him with dirt when you spin out. Yeah. 
But I'm cool. I didn't say anything about <laughs> Vietnam. There's oh, a lot of fucking awesome. roads I could have taken about Palmia and fucking the men who fucking fought. I didn't say anything about that shit. It's very just good like, of you. It's very worldly of you. Yeah, I was like, Kent, you have, you know, you've got your shit, but I'm going to talk about the present. And you're fucking, you're crawling up my, barking up my tree. And it's a long, it's a long drop once you fall out of it. Okay. So don't even, don't even try. <laughs> this has been 131. I see where this is going. I, this is, this, the Kent dialogue is a dialogue that will never end. If it was I don't bubbling. Put a stop to it. The water was bubbling. He just turned the burner off. The water was bubbling. All right, we'll be back next week with 132. Okay, I guess. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.